0: This is Larry with Eric and Terrence of the Black Financial Initiative. This is part two of the Faith and Finance interview with Pastor John Richardson of Top Church, Temple of Praise Church in Beaumont, Texas. Let's get into it. Cool. All right. Well, um, let's get a little bit more into the word. So, John, what, what does this say to you? Matthew 19 and 24. It says, again, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eyes of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of god
1: um so if anything I think people need to understand when it comes to that scripture, that's not saying that rich, wealthy people can't enter the kingdom I think uh more than anything, Jesus was speaking to the time okay um Then you know than anything there were a lot of a lot of wealthy people, and even you know. To even today, like wealthy people put on this persona or this concept that I have favor of the Lord, and the rich, poor people are or the lower classes, you know, beneath me mm-hmm. because because I got it, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. bless me, and that could be far from the truth, yeah. Like, sometimes sometimes rich people, they just understand other concepts that, you know, the, the lower classes haven't grasped yet. Other mm-hmm. concepts like stewardship. Other concepts like, you know, just being able to save and being able to manage. They just understand, you know, other financial concepts or whatnot. That doesn't mean that, you know, they have favor with God or that they have relationship. Uh, with God and more than anything I just believe that at that time scripturally um, Jesus was speaking to that time Um, there were so many people there were so many other people making it seem like or making it look like to society making it look like to the people that because of who they are and because of what they had that you know we got God and y'all basically y'all don't grow. Yeah. You're even looking, look further in Matthew, there, there's a scripture that talks about this rich ruler
2: yeah. who,
1: who came to who came to Jesus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he said, um, he said, a good teacher, what what must I do to inherit uh eternal life? Yeah. And Jesus and Jesus told him, Look, you you need to you need to obey all the commandments. And <laughs> and the rich ruler told Jesus, he was like, Look. I've been doing all of this since I was a kid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like uh, I got that in the bag. Yeah. And Jesus was, and Jesus told him, he he said, like one thing that you lack, go and sell your possessions and give them to the poor. Mm-hmm. And, the Bible, and the Bible says that he walked, he walked away from
0: Jesus. <laughs> yeah, sorrowful. He was sorrowful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> From
1: Jesus, Ooh. he had great possessions. And I think Jesus was trying to tell us that, you know, not not that wealthy people can enter the kingdom of God, but the heart of wealthy mm. will lead them away from entering
0: into the kingdom. And I, I kind of think, um, and you can tell me how you feel about this, but I kind of think when you're rich, and wealthy, that also might make it harder because you're so used to people, you know, for lack of a better word, serving you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where as, as a Christian, we're supposed to serve Jesus. So it's kind of hard to to kind of lower yourself like we're supposed to. So yeah. what, do you, what do you think about that? I I agree. I, I, I don't
1: deny that. I don't deny that uh, for, for one bit. A lot of times, you know, that lifestyle could lead to a place of privilege. Mm-hmm. or whatnot and we know about adopting the lifestyle <laughs> adopt adopting the lifestyle of privilege um, you get attached to that you get lashed on to that and that's not something you want to give, give away yeah. Yeah. I mean you think about I was listening to the other I was listening to the radio the other day I think it was Dr. Dre they just settled on this divorce okay oh. yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of money boy yeah <laughs> And I, I forgot the figure of, of money, but um I think I was listening to it on the Steve Harvey show. That's what it was. And um the figure uh, the figure was like just astra- astronomical and all because she didn't want to lose her lifestyle. So yeah. I just said that to say, you know, like being rich and being wealthy, you can grow attached to the lifestyle,
2: not mm-hmm. understanding that at the end of it all, that lifestyle is only temporary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, head to another scripture, standing in Matthew. Uh, I want to see what you thought about this scripture. Uh, Matthew 25, 14 through 30 says, The slave who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work. He earned five bags more. The one with two bags who of gold earned two more. But the man who had received one bag went and dug a hole in the ground. He hid his monies in it. Or he hid his master's money in it.
1: Um, man, that's one of my favorites. Um, that's one of my favorites, man. That's a, that's a prime example uh, of being a steward. Prime, prime, prime example uh, of, of being a steward, of telling your money, you know, telling money where to go. Say, say, hey, I want you to go to Savings. Hey, I want you to go to, go, go to this place. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that that concept and it, and it just brings it full circle to remember what we talked about. It, it's not just tithing. The Bible, the Bible talks about because you've been faithful over a few things, mm-hmm. I will make you ruler over, over many. So we need to understand that when it comes to even stepping into another tax bracket. Mm. If, if you ain't faithful in the tax bracket that you in, <laughs> uh, what makes you think God is gonna open the door for you to jump in the next tax bracket? Like, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. all that's all what was happening here. That, that's all that happens here here in this scripture right here. Like um they were assigned, uh they were assigned a certain lifestyle. And some of them, well, a couple of them, they did what they were supposed to do. So God blessed them. But that one, (laughs) and one thing that I talk about, um, just being transparent, Mm -hmm. my church is kind of in a a poverty, um, you know, neighborhood or whatnot. So one thing that I'm trying to get them to understand is that even though you may not have it to come out of that, you know, that poverty mindset, like, like, yeah, like, um, I, I get it, I get it. You know, life is in a place right now where you know you're paycheck to paycheck, and I and I get it. Uh, life is in a place right now where sometimes you may not have enough to you know meet you know every bill, mm-hmm. but let's not address life itself. Uh, you know, with a with, you know with a poverty mindset, yeah, uh, man. I had and and just to show you, and, and just to show you, I remember uh, when I first took on the church or whatnot. We uh we were trying to get some chairs, bro, some some chairs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I found some chairs, and I think it they may have been like a grand. Mm-hmm. And I told I told the leadership, I was like, hey, you know. Did some nice shares, we, we really need them. you mm-hmm. know what, now we didn't have it, and the first thing, first thing they said, well, Where are we gonna get that from? And, and, and this is and and like, and we can be honest in 2022, a thousand dollars is not a lot of money,
2: yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: That's that's not a lot, of money. yeah, money when you don't have it, but it's really not a lot of money. So, because of my face. And God, and because of what I believe God is able to do, I said, man, we're going to go for it. I
2: didn't
1: know how we was going to get it, bro. I promise you, I didn't know how we was going to get it. But I told him, I was like, hey, we're going to go for it. So I called the people. I was like, hey, give me to the end of the week. And, bro, because God honors our faith.
2: Mm.
1: Bro, we had that money in 24 hours.
2: Whoa. Ooh. Look at that.
1: Look at that. Man. Wow. So I'm really, really like I y'all pray for me and on that concept, but I've really really been trying to push them in a place where even though you're 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 in the hood, you don't have to have a hood mindset, you don't have mm-hmm. to have a hood mentality. Like you can come out of that, like you can have a better life because. You know, like God, if you believe that God wants us to live in such a manner, you're crazy,
0: yeah,. Mm-hmm.
1: The Bible says, "I have come so that they may have life and to have it more abundantly mm-hmm. that's not just eternity but but that's here on earth too, yeah,, mm-hmm. so. And, and and a lot again, a lot of it, like you know, T. We was talking. A lot of it is, is that you know, we haven't been able to put all the financial concepts together. Um, even you know, even spiritually in life, you know, we pick and choose <laughs> out of the Bible what we want to apply to our lives.
0: Very true. Oh, so,
1: you got to add all the pieces to the puzzle in order to be successful.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, John, I got another verse for you. Uh, this is coming from Luke 14 28 through 30. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying the person began to build and wasn't able to finish. What do you think about that verse, John?
1: So um, when I first moved back out here, I don't know. Like when I first moved back out here, it was just like I found this new love for my city. I started seeing some some things that I started looking at things in a way that I had never seen before. Um, so one thing that I saw come up um when I first moved back was they were building a a really nice Salvation Army. Um, and they were talking about it was going to be millions of dollars and it was going to have this, it was going to have that. But one of my questions in the back of my head was that okay, it's a Salvation Army, but it's like way, 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 um, in a place where you literally have to drive to, and I'm just used to Salvation Army being, a, a, I'm sorry, it's not Salvation, it was the YMCA, okay, and I'm just used to the YMCA being in a place where you know it's accessible to people,
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: where Makes you sense. can, you know. You you can walk there if you need to, or not. Man, they put it way, 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 way in, in an area where the property taxes are higher than high mm-hmm. or not. And long, long story short, they weren't able to finish the building.
0: Man. <laughs> hmm.
1: They weren't able to finish. I think um, and then to finish it. Was gonna cost like one point two million dollars, mm-hmm. Oh, and no. I'm just a big. I'm just big on, on this. Count you. You gotta be able. To, uh, you gotta be able to count up the cost.
0: Yeah,
1: that's not the only scripture that talks about that. Jesus. Jesus tell. Uh, Jesus talks about it while he was living. He said, "You you need to be able to count up the cost. You need to understand what it takes to get to where you're trying. You know where you're trying to go." And again, mm-hmm. those things where it's not just a financial financial principle, but it's a life principle. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't think it's worth it, why are we doing it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't even considered <laughs> if you can't if you haven't even considered what it's worth, then that's an even bigger question mark of why are we doing it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when I when I um, I, I want to say I uh, read this re- initially or I read it from David Ramsey I believe as well, and mm-hmm. I think um, he kind of looked at it as a budget. So that's the word I think about when I read that is budget. Uh, you, need, you need a budget for what you're trying to build or what you're trying to do.
1: Right, right, yeah. Point point blank period, and that that's how that rolls back into you know stewardship, telling your money, telling you where everything should go, all of that. Yeah. Otherwise, you are gonna find yourself with an unfinished
3: building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly how that'll go. Like you said, you got to tell the money where to go.
2: So, kind of, kind of recapping back uh, through the whole thing, I just wanted to get like those principles you mentioned at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, I know, reap, reap and sow, giving, stewardship, tithes. Was there another one?
1: Say, say it for me one more time.
2: Uh, reap what you sow. Giving, stewardship, time,
1: and paying off debt.
2: Paying off debt. There we
0: go. I knew there was
2: one more. Okay.
1: Yeah, paying off debt.
0: Yeah, I don't think you, I don't think you uh, expand on that. Do you, do you mind expanding on that principle? Sure. Um, Psalm
1: 3721. Psalm 3721 says, the wicked borrow, but does not pay back. But the righteous is generous and gives. Now, this is not something that's a, a commandment. I'm not saying you're going to be cursed. I'm not saying <laughs> that, that that any of that. But it says the wicked borrows, but does not pay back. You you wonder why you find yourself in a lifestyle or a never-ending circle. Um, just financial hardship. It's because you ain't, you ain't paying off your debt, bro.
0: Mm.
2: Like, mm. Really clear.
0: <laughs> yeah, make it real plain.
1: <laughs> You're not answering when people try to call you, and and a lot when when these places try to call you, and a lot of times if you just answer the phone and talk to these people, like they they will be willing to to work with you, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, you decided that you just want you you just want to invade them. Or you know do whatever, and scripture tells us that it is the righteous that's generous and gives, and and and, and that that pays back. Um, so in retrospect, as a believer, as a follower of God, and as cho- children of God, it's not an honorable thing mm. Mm. to 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 evade <laughs> what uh, you know what you know what debt you have. Pay that, Pay that stuff off, and if you and if you willingly and if you knowingly go out and get a debt, knowing that you're not going to pay that back that's
2: broken
0: <laughs> <laughs> We did a, um, a credit score episode, and um, the number one thing we said, just just pay them people. You know, you want to build your credit score up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so simple.
2: Like, build your credit,
3: stop paying the, uh, having the excessive uh, interest fees hanging and yeah. and increasing debt over your head. Knock it out, get it out the way, and then you will have that much more money, m- more money the next month because you don't have to give it to somebody else or someone that does not. Need it for a cause that you're no longer needed for <laughs> a warning
1: somebody, somebody telling the people to stay away from the payday loans
3: oh, oh yeah, yeah, for um,
2: sure, yeah, we do know. not recommend that
0: at all, well, I say they put those in black neighborhoods too, like for they're, sure they're, they're like predatory um, they're the worst thing
2: yeah that, <laughs> we hey, we know, John, it's all strategic
0: we, we know loans in liquor
1: stores, yeah,
2: right, those are the two things you're going to definitely find. And what's what's kind of funny to me sometimes is like, like you said, John. You know, people, you know, getting debt don't pay it off. It's like the situation's not going to improve. Like you didn't, you missed this payment, and you think you're going to make like I guess now you're going to have double the payment the next time you you plan to come into some more money and in a month or
0: less. You casino. I guess <laughs> I guess that's, that's their
1: plan. <laughs> I've, I've heard. I've heard many people say, if "I could just get more money." Um, oh man, if I could just get more money. And and I I'm here to tell them that you know, bro, it, it's not more money that you need because mm-hmm. if you haven't made it up in your mind that you're gonna change your you know your view on on your finances. Then you'll continue the cycle.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. It goes
0: back to what you're saying: being a good steward with uh, with God's money. I mean, if if He gives you a certain amount and you're not using it correctly, why is He going to give you more? Yeah. Yeah. That's one hundred
2: percent true.
0: Uh, John, did you have any other things um, as far as faith and finance, anything, scripture, anything that you that you think might be uh, prevalent to this conversation?
1: Um, I think I'm. I think I'm out. Like y'all, y'all took y'all took all my stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what we do here, man. Yeah, well, yeah. you
2: know, we try to be real well research.
3: <laughs> you said you man, did tell- homework. We did too.
0: <laughs> man, I know you kind of talked about it earlier, but uh talk talk about your church, talk about how people can reach you and everything.
1: Hey, man, it's simple. Uh Top Church in Beaumont, Texas. Um, that's that's what we go by now. I'm sorry. Y'all. yeah. Simple praise, Top Church. Um, okay. that's what we go by. Um, y'all can follow us on Facebook, Top Church Beaumont. Uh, Instagram top church Beaumont and I think Twitter top church Beaumont.
2: What's the church address? Uh
1: 1405 Isla, like Island but without the ND. Um okay. Beaumont Texas 77703.
0: Big Money Ooh. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well
3: um you you guys have anything else to say? man just thank you for uh coming on and joining us man oh man appreciate, appreciate you yeah, man. same
2: thing for me appreciate you for coming on I
0: it enjoy it. up with you. it's been it's been a, several years I know, it's it been really a minute man
1: it has been a while man it's good to see you guys it's good to see you guys you know being successful and um man laying the foundation for you know generations generations to come um man i look at you know some of the things that you know we were able to to do while we we're at sfa and I look at some of the crazy
0: decisions. <laughs> that we made Don't and,
1: say
0: nothing on, on the podcast now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just
1: say we've come a long way. <laughs>
2: I do have a question
3: for you. Uh, do you do any type of? Um, does your church have any type of finance, financial services, or or have you seen any, that in in any churches where they have like, uh, I guess. Uh, Financial literacy lessons or anything like that. I'm-
1: no, um, I and it's funny that you know you, you guys mentioned the Dave Ramsey man. I had I've been following Dave Ramsey for like a year and a half or whatnot, um, and I wanted to I wanted to present that to my church, but I I rethought about it and I I just don't know if people could take. You know?
0: Oh yeah, it's, but, it's, it's, he's very blunt. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I'm not really, I'm not really wor- more. I'm not really worried about their feelings per se. I'm more so worrying about them. Uh, well, not worried, but I'm concerned with them uh, digesting it,
2: mm. able
1: you know, to receive it. That's my, that's my whole, that's my heart when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, pastoring. I want the people to be able to receive it. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Whatever is being put out there, I don't want us to just be doing this just to be doing this. Yes. Or, you know, like, I want the people to receive it. So I've been kind of scratching my brains trying to come up with some stuff, uh, with some projects to be able to uh, push that.
3: You can start with the uh, with introducing them to the BFI podcast and put them on some games. <laughs> <Sure>.
1: <laughs> Definitely do that.
3: That's I think
2: what I want to say, nice of you are considered to even want to, you know, put that out there in, um, you know, in your church like financial literacy and learning all those things. Like, I think that goes towards how you said, like, the mindset. You know, just changing your mindset. I think those are things. I think definitely that needs to be introduced. Um, you know, in, in black churches across uh, across the world and across America. Like, just reinventing your mindset, adding these items in there. That hopefully generations down the road, you know, or even your life, you know, we just, you know, get out of it and start doing better.
1: Oh yeah, most, most definitely, most definitely. And and I I, I'm I'm a firm believer that it takes the journey, you know, Mm -hmm. to see, you know, to see fruit. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm in this for the long haul.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, um, Eric, did you have any um current events or anything for today? Ah.
2: they extended the student loan uh I guess well, I don't know what you want to say stop payment or whatever <laughs> to uh, May 1st uh Biden signed I think like an executive order or something so uh yeah if, if you can't pay on the loans you know now's the time to do it because it's zero you know no interest and all that um if you can't you know now's the time to save or pay off other debts or whatever you know be a good steward with the money is what I'll say. That's uh, <laughs> hey, the, theme,
0: the theme of the episode. <laughs> right. That's
2: the theme of the episode. Be a good steward with the money. So.
0: Cool. Well, w- once again, we want to thank you, Pastor John, for joining joining with us. Uh, gave us some great information. Obviously, want to thank Eric and Terrence. Um, please follow us. Please give us a five-star rate on the Apple. Please tell a friend. Look us up on Instagram. You can look, find us at Black Financial Initiative. And thank you. Y'all have a good day. All right. All right out.